Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glicks with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And uh, if you were looking for something that wasn't Money in the Bank talk, just pick a different episode. Cause it's probably not this, yes. we're the Today we're the Ben and Matt Sports Entertainment cast yeah. to fit the theme, yes. So uh, Money in the Bank in London yesterday afternoon, uh, yesterday evening London time. Right. It's uh, a very strong pay-per-view top to bottom yes um, it was i have quibbles with a couple things but overwhelmingly positive it you know opening with the men's money in the bank match i liked i also liked just in terms of scheduling the card that the final women's match was the women's money in the bank match because it it eliminated i guess also not having a women's title match on the card although yeah, you did have uh, Rhea Ripley out there, but having yeah. that be the end of the women's night meant no women's cash in, which is like sure. sort of a a theme. Like nine out of ten, I think they've cashed in. That's on... a good point. I, yeah, I think the last three years it was cashed in on the on the night of or the day of the pay per view. Um, yeah, I didn't think about that. That's a good point. Uh, there was no no chance for that yesterday. I guess. Um, yeah, I, you know, I I. Those money in the bank matches, and we can talk about them a little, you know. But they are they are like as long as you get some high flyers and you get people willing to you know put their body on the line with some ridiculous moves, like they're guaranteed entertainment. Like it's sort of like the Royal Rumble, but in uh, you know maybe even more so because you know you're going to get some crazy spots. You know you're going to get like some people jumping off high heights and going through tables and. Like, it, it sometimes doesn't even matter who wins. It entertains you for a good solid 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, the uh, the spot in the men's match, the uh, ricochet, I think it was a bit of a botch that they were supposed to land on the ropes. But On the rope, but, I agree. But yeah, the ricochet Logan Paul, that looked dangerous. It did. It did. Yeah, there were a few in both matches that were like, well, they are – they are taking risks, but I guess that's, I mean, that's the thing with that match. You have to take risks. Like, you know, you, you can't, you can't just have it be like a bunch of mat wrestling and then somebody climbs the ladder. Like that's the whole yeah. point is, you know, like people are going to go through the broadcast table. They're going to go through stacked up tables. They're going to land on a ladder that's positioned that it doesn't break, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that one, I agree. I think they were supposed to, because when they were up on the ladder, I even thought, like, oh, those tables are still there on the side. L.A. Knight's going to push them off, and they're going to go through the tables. But then they hit the ropes. Usually they jump off the ladders to go through yeah. the tables. Um, they hit the ropes, but, yeah, that's that's tough to nail that exactly, and they, they didn't nail it exactly, but they, they made it work. Um, and, I mean, I'll say this to start with with that. I'm just glad Logan Paul didn't win. I, I had a winner that I wanted, and, and I don't know if it matches yours and one of your quibbles with the booking. Um, but I'm very glad Logan Paul didn't win because I feared they would go that route. Yeah, I, I did too. I was glad that they did the thing that was fan service to fans like us, which is the match starts and they all just jump in and it's like, we're, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you don't belong here. Um, on one of the wrestling podcasts I listened to, they were talking about how he is, his he is the money in the bank. Like he he asked for a title shot and he got it at the Saudi show. So he doesn't That's need he doesn't need the briefcase. No, he doesn't. So, yeah, and he's not going to be on enough to like 
the whole point of the briefcase is you should draw it out a little sometime. I mean, they don't do it every year, but like they're on night in and night out. And so anytime, you know, but like he's not going to be on Raw and SmackDown every week uh, or whatever. So like, yeah, I, I just, I worried they would go that route because it would get them mainstream headlines of like, Oh my God, Logan Paul, you know, um, I, I mean, I'll say it. I wanted LA night very, very much to win. The crowd wanted LA night. He has gotten over in an amazing way, and we should talk about him some. But I, I don't mind the Damian Priest. Like, he's he's put in the work. He's had some really good work with Judgment Day and a great match with Bad Bunny. Um, and, and in some ways, a heel having the briefcase always works better. Yeah. And I think LA Knight is going face. They've tried to keep him a heel, but the fans are turning him face for them. And it's tough to do that with a face because it's like, you know, okay, where, where do you go? He's not going to be Roman Reigns. We know right. that. That ain't going to happen. Reigns is not losing his titles on a Money in the Bank cash-in. So yeah. where do you go with it? I mean, and, and I think the thing with having Priest there is you they immediately showed you in the Seth-Finn match that, like, yeah. that, you know, they've been sort of setting up this Finn-Priest problem. Yes. Yes. And then he shows up and Finn's to... like, what are you doing? Right, <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I thought realistically, like, before they added Logan Paul, I thought, it's going to be either L.A. Knight or Damian Priest. Then when they added Logan Paul, like, okay, it's probably one of those three. The other four were in it for the spots. Like, Ricochet is going to do some crazy high-flying stuff. Nakamura is a good worker. Uh, Butch is a U.K. guy, so he'll get some pops and he'll do some crazy and he's stuff. Will- I was going to say, he's willing to put his body on the line, like you said. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And, and Santos Escobar, same thing, you know, high-flyer, <laughs> you know. Okay. Like, those guys were not going to win, but they were going to make the match entertaining. And that's great. You know, the same thing you get in a Royal rumble, you know, not all 30 guys have a chance to win. We know that, but, um, yeah, I mean, I was okay with priest. I, the, the LA night momentum was just so strong from Friday night. I mean, he got such a pop on Friday night for SmackDown and such a pop yesterday. And the fans are really, really into him. And I, and I, I think it's okay. They didn't have him win, but you, gotta seize the moment do something with him right now when they did they did a good job to make it seem like he was gonna win win. yes yes he was like clearing one guy at a time and i'm like oh my god you know and then again you know okay you want to get some heat on priest and you know okay Uh, and i'm good with it i feel like the the very natural progression here is la knight wins that u.s title from theory yeah, because Theory's momentum has slowed down. He wasn't on the card yesterday. Um, he really hasn't built on the the you know the lead up to WrestleMania. He did exactly Cena. what Cena said. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fallen flat. I mean, I don't know why that is. I don't know if they've they've lost interest in him or what it, whatever it may be. But it's just it's a little bit of a struggle right now. Now the problem, of course, with their draft. Now they break the rules all the time. Is that Theory's on Raw and LA Knight's on SmackDown, but find a way to, to change that up because like give him that opportunity and get him, get a mid card belt on him and let him carry it for a bit. I feel yeah. like it's now's the time. Don't, don't let him become Rusev day yeah. where the, the hype and the momentum was all there and they never did anything with it. And then it fizzled like the, the momentum is there for this guy right now. The crowd is so behind him. They've basically, you know, ignored the WWE and made him a face. Because yeah. they try to edit in booze for him, and it doesn't matter. They they cheer for him more. Yeah. No, I I think that is good. I it's interesting the thing you said about theory. 
because they basically gave Grayson Waller the theory spot of yeah, they did. You know, dealing yeah. with John Cena. And those seem like two guys who should either be teamed up or one should should cancel the other out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I mean, like, since WrestleMania, like, going into WrestleMania, it felt like they were doing a really good job with both the Intercontinental and U.S. titles, building them up, having them on TV regularly, They're, you know. But since then, it's, like, opposite directions. The Intercontinental title has continued to be strong Gunther's book strong we'll talk about that match and what that you know and theories just kind of faded like a lot you know several weeks go by where he's not even on it you kind of forget about him yeah he was on I think on Monday last Monday he was on but it's it's been a it's been a struggle a little bit yeah it does feel problematic that you have the number five big four pay-per-view as yeah. you know that this title's not on right right no feud for it nothing yeah so i don't know I, but yeah the the momentum behind la night is really really strong i i wanted him to win in hindsight like probably the right call not to give it to him because i don't know where you know would have been a great moment crowd would have gone crazy for it but then what but do you have a passion on seth i guess yeah and seth is a face so what you know like and and I know they've, they've opened this up now. They did it last year with Theory, where it's like, well, you can cash in for any title, but like, but you're not going to probably you? have him beat Gunther for the Intercontinental belt. Like, that doesn't, they're going to, they want to keep that reign going till it, till it goes past Honky Tonk Man, I think. So it's like, where do you, where do you go? You're kind of just like, all right, you know, so again, I think the key is like, take this momentum and do something with it now. Don't let it fizzle. Don't wait till, you know, WrestleMania season. By then, people may tune out yeah no I, I mean i think you kind of almost run into a cody problem yeah like yeah you know if you don't you got to give him something big yeah. like he should have a big match at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. i'm not saying main event so you know but like he's got to have one of the one of the marquee matches don't put him in a battle royal at SummerSlam or something well, like and that. don't like give him the weird bray match either exactly like yes yes yeah i mean like it's it's interesting. Like I was thinking about it. Like it's a it's a lighter version in some ways of what happened with Daniel Bryan, where like the fans have almost just like risen up for the guy. They saddled yeah. him with the stupid maximum male models gimmick when they first called him up, and then they finally switched him to that. But then they give him the Bray match, which was you know it's okay, but it was weird. It's just it was a tough match to follow. He was there to to get squashed. Um, and it's like, you know, people have really gotten behind him as like, Hey, it doesn't matter what you want us to think of him. We, we love like him, him. Yeah. and we're going to, we're going to be with him. I, um, I agree. I, I was okay with priest winning. I, whenever you have those matches, I always wonder, is there a swerve? Like, is there a guy who's going to come? Yeah who we weren't expecting, like, is this the Santos Escobar is going to have a crazy weird uh, win? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there is always that possibility with that. It's the same thing. 2020 with Otis. Yeah. Otis won. Now, I I still feel like the 2020 was was a little bit of, they were were in a fog because they weren't quite sure how to handle things in the COVID year. And it was like, oh, just give give it to Otis. That'll make people happy. And then they had no idea what to do with it after that. Yeah, no, I I agree. I I actually thought in the women's match, and I'm fine with how they did it because it feels like we're saying it's the end of the bloodline. It's the end of 
Judgment Day coming and it's the end of Damage Control coming. But I kind of thought in the women's match that we were going to get something like that with um, Zelina Vega because I feel like yeah. she's pretty over post um, post backlash. Backlash. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, she got a she got a great you know reception there, and and I mean we've gotten this far into it without specifically commenting on how amazing that crowd was yesterday, and they were at SmackDown too, very similar to the Puerto Rico shows, like you know. Obviously, I mean, the, the home base is the U.S., and I get it, and, uh, you know, but, man, these international shows have really worked well, and they they should continue to mine that gold when they can because, man, that, that crowd helped make that show great. Same as Backlash. Yeah. I agree. It, but, it, yeah, it was a, yeah. And they were, they were up for everything, which I cannot say for myself because I was not, uh, I was not up for the women's tag me neither that was uh so i'll you know i watched it over at the Policar's house and for most of that match we were upstairs looking at stuff in in jake's room and stuff like and then i heard the moment where it was like oh my god what's happening i i thought that was a filler match but then it yeah we got a little swerve with a with a heel turn maybe sort or was it a face turn i don't i don't know it's- somebody turned and and we get a little feud out of that i guess yeah, that's that to me was a bit of a stunner. I also, for a card that had great storytelling, I cannot figure out why she turned when she did. In yeah, the there was no build up to it at like, all. Like it was just it like was, she just snapped yeah. and was like, "Okay, I'm done being your friend." They were there was no hint. Like, yeah, I mean, we've we've seen the slow build of obviously for you know uh, almost a year now the slow build of the bloodline falling apart. And the slow, not as slow, but the slow build of damage control and there, you know, and, uh, and Judgment Day, it's it's unfolding now. And, like, they're really, you know, but, yeah, this one was, like, this oh, was just Mi- turning on her. This yeah, was Michael's Janetti. Yeah. Like, this was just, It like- was. It was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and like I said, I, I assume we're going to be pitched the notion that Baszler's the heel because they were the heels and she turned on her for no reason. And But I'm not sure that. The, the crowd reception is going to back that up. So I just don't get the feeling. I, I mean, I think the, you know, as we're talking about this one, the Rousey WWE tenure, has it, has it been a bust? I mean, is that too harsh to say? Maybe it's a little harsh. I think it, it has not ridden the wave that it started. Like it started looking like it was going to be massive. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it was going to be huge that everyone was on board. Uh, the fans were in it. She was Roddy Piper. Right. You know, female Trini. equivalent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, what are we, how did we get here? Like, yeah. why? I mean, I, I, she's in like a, a tag team with Shayna Baszler, but no one is rooting for her. She's bad on the mic. It, it, she really is that, and, that is I was going to say she's just not a good actress as a talker or, despite, or with her body language yeah despite like, what you, know, you may like, have felt in the Entourage movie uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a hint that yeah. uh, she wasn't a, and that was you know they had a chance to recut things for that she wasn't very good in that um, like she's just not that she's just not that good like everything seems like she's she's acting I guess, you know, for lack of it, like, 
the, the best acting is stuff you watch and you forget that you're watching acting. You're, you know, it's like, you, you know, like, I mean, we'll talk about it at the end, the, the bloodline guys, like they pull you in, man. And, and I'm not saying they're going to go on and win Academy Awards in movies, but you forget that you're watching them play characters. It's like, man, oh man, this is like, you're, and with her, it, like, you're very keenly aware that she's playing a character of Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And they, and the other thing is, I don't know if it's her or WWE or both, but the refusal to like go deep heel, right? You know, right? She's like what? The, yeah, she's I mean, I, I, I don't and know. and the crowd doesn't like her. They don't exactly. So lean into it, but it. But you're right. They don't do that, and like, and as you said, she's not good as a talker. Like what they needed for her, I think, and maybe it's too late now. Was a manager, a Paul Heyman type, to talk for her, like like they did with Lesnar. Because they got Lesnar over. I mean, I think they wanted her to be the female Lesnar. Come in from UFC, be the baddest guy on the block. We could bring you in here and there. You don't have to work 12 months a year. But when we bring you in, it's going to be for big moments and, and the crowd's going to go nuts to see you. And it just hasn't worked that way. And I think I think the Heyman factor with Lesnar is a huge reason why it worked for him and it hasn't worked for her. Yeah. Because Lester's not a good talker. He's no. gotten better. He's gotten it, better, it, and it's worked for them. Yes, yes. But the fact that for years, it was, you know, he stood in the ring and looked menacing while Heyman would cut these epic promos, that worked. Like, we didn't need to hear from Brock. Um, and, and now he's gotten better. He, you know, well, he's, he's still like, not a great he's, talker. But he's, but like, he's funny, still... and he sort of just leans into, like, you know, that he's... Just a big bully, and it's yes, an easy kiss. Yes, he's kind of just playing himself. It feels like, like he's just like you know, he's kind of the cowboy, you know, from up in the you know deep recesses of the Canadian wilderness. Like, yeah, that's that's who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I don't know. I just don't think the Rousey thing is working. Um, and I'm not sh- like I guess we'll probably get Rousey and Baszler at SummerSlam, but I don't know if there's going to be a lot of heat on that match. I think it's going to be more for the two of them to like have this you know feud because they're friends and like okay let them have a match against each other but i i get the feeling that'll be a bathroom break match for a lot of people like yesterday's was um otherwise you know so the men's ladder match money in the bank match was good solid outcome for sure yes 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 Um, it was a great match yeah and then and then you know we got we got new New champions, women's tag titles. I don't know if that means anything. Those, yeah. those. I don't know if those belts will ever like have any prominence. It just doesn't feel like they do right now. They change well, hands all the time, and we also uh, don't, don't have a woman's. I mean, this is Liv's. You know, Liv and Rhea were tag champions. Now Liv right, and Raquel right. are tag champions. Yeah. Like, give me a tag team or tell me Liv they don't build is. Up like, teams. You know, agreed, agreed, totally. I mean, it's always just like throw two singles people together and make a team. Yeah, people who don't but, have yeah. anything to do become a tag team. Yeah, yeah. They they haven't done a good job of, like, actually having teams that are together for a while. Maybe they're together in NXT, and then they call them up, and, like, you know, like the Usos. I mean, obviously, yes, they're real-life brothers, twins. I, I get it's not the same thing, but, like, we know them well, as a team. The Dudley boys back in the day. They well, weren't I, actual I, brothers. Like, yeah. But that was a team. They, they worked together. No, I New Day. 
is a team. Two day, exactly. Like, yeah. You can just yeah. if you the street profits. If you just keep people together and have them dress the same, right? And stay to together. Yeah. It yeah. Works. Edge and Christian. You know, I mean, yeah, they again they were friends from childhood, but they weren't actually brothers. But we still think of them, even though Edge went on to great things as a singles, and so did Christian to an extent. Like we still think of them together after all these years. Yeah. And so it's just like, tell me they're a tag team. Give them a name, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. No, I mean, saying Liv and Raquel against Ronda and Shayna, it's like, all right, you know, that that implies that these are temporary teams. We don't we don't know them as anything. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Was, I mean, it was, again, it had a surprise moment, so it was it was a little bit more relevant than I thought, but it was it was definitely, I think, of the seven matches on the card it was the the one with those you know worst build and the one with just the least consequential feeling agreed um let's talk a bit about uh seth and finn i thought that was a very exciting match well done i mean i texted you while i was watching it that i just i love finn's move set you know yes yes they're they're both really good. Uh, the one thing, and I, I get it, I think it was storyline, but it it had a flatter ending because of the Damian Priest coming out and, like, being there. And it, so it just kind of was like, oh, okay, you know, he misses the move and then Rollins hits a stomp and that's it. And, you know, like, I, I thought it was building to a crescendo and instead it just kind of, like, had a flat ending. But I, I feel like we haven't seen the last of it. I'm, I'm thinking we get a a rematch or priest is involved too at SummerSlam. Like it, it felt like maybe chapter one of a three or four chapter story, basically. Yeah. When it also seems like the sort of thing where Finn beats Seth and then priest cashes in on Finn. And that's like the end of the judgment day. And then you sort it of have be. Dom yeah. and Rhea just going and doing their own thing because they've kind of, you know, split off. Yeah, uh, you, you notice, yeah, like, and, and Priest came to the ring alone, Finn came to the ring alone, True, and Dominic and Rhea come to the ring together all the time. Together, yeah, 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 I mean, I suppose you could, like, that was the one thing I'm wondering, like, okay, if you do break up the Judgment Day, Dom is so over right now as a hated heel. Like, does that, does that hurt his momentum? But maybe it doesn't. Maybe if you keep him just, you know, paired with Rhea Ripley, it doesn't matter. Like maybe he doesn't need the other guys behind him. It's just like that's that's how it ends, type of thing. Well, and and I guess that's a good time to pivot over to Dom and Cody, which I thought was well booked, and the way they used Rio was good. Still following yeah. the rules that he can't hit her, you know. But, right, right. I don't know what what were your thoughts on you know on Cody going over. I thought it was what it should be. I mean, like, I, the only way I thought Cody was losing is if, if Lesnar showed up and cost, you know, like the ref bump or something like that. Le, you know, Lesnar shows up and takes him out, and then Dom gets a cheap win. Like, Dom is not winning that match straight up. No chance. But I think, you know, Cody's got to get wins. If, if the long-term plan is still, you know, WrestleMania next year, Cody, you know, for the title, which we think it is. We don't know that. Um, then, you know, you got to get him wins. And, like, this is this is fine. Dom's over as a heel. He's not a threat, but he's hated. And so, uh, you know, it was what it should be. He was mostly dominant. 
It never seemed like he was, you know, getting beat. And then I, I thought we'd get a Lesnar post-match attack, but I assume yeah. we get that this week on Raw, probably to set up the SummerSlam mm-hmm. match number three, you know, tiebreaker of the trilogy, basically. Yeah. No, that that makes a lot of sense. They probably, you know, Lesnar probably said he didn't want to fly all the way to Europe for a three-minute post-match beatdown. Like, I just, you know, I'll stay in the U.S. and do that, yeah. which I get. Honestly, I don't blame him. Um, but, but uh, you know, I think we're getting that. I feel like that's the blow-off match for that few. Cody, I assume, wins it. And then I don't know where you go. You know, like, you got to, you, you know, after SummerSlam, it's still, what, eight months till WrestleMania? So you got to do something with him. But, um, you know, it was what it should have been, I think, for both of them. Yeah. Maybe that's where L.A. Knight goes, you know. Although it's yeah. hard, it's hard if you don't give LA Knight a win. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Um, and I thought the, the, you know, we. I think we we didn't talk too much yet about the Gunther match. I thought that was good. Um, I love the way they book him. As he's a he's an old school heel, but he doesn't cheat to win. Yeah, like those two, you know, his 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 crew comes out with him, and then they leave. Yeah, like it's it's different than what we see usually with heels, where it's like, oh, the ref's back is turned, and and he's you know, like no, he just he just beats you up. He doesn't run from a fight. He 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 just wins. Yeah, yeah. and and I I love the way they book him with that. I agree. He he always comes across strong, but it's never. He doesn't get like heel heat. For cheating no. or anything, it's no, like exactly. people are just like, "Hey, this is pretty good." You yeah, know, it's yeah. like you watch yeah. him, and they booked him that way in uh, in the Rumble too. Of like, they did, they did, you know? yeah, yeah. No, I think he's. Man, uh, I feel like he is a. You know, if you're if you're taking bets on like who's a future world champion that hasn't won before, he's probably the you know has the best odds of anybody in the company. I mean, he's got. It's got the whole thing. I don't know if he can ever get over his face, but I don't know that he needs to. Like maybe he could just be this old school heel. Maybe there's still room in wrestling for for that. Just be the the big bad guy who doesn't run from a fight, who doesn't cheat to win, and and doesn't seek out the fans' adulation. Like it, it could still work. Yeah. And and it's you know, it's also one of those things where, much like with Reigns they're getting to the point now where you wonder how do you get the belt off him? Like having Drew, having Drew come out and you still have that, you know, Drew, Sheamus, Gunther, right. You know, from WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, that's a legit feud for it at SummerSlam. I assume that's what we're getting. You know, I mean, I think that's pretty easy to go from point A to point B on that one. And, and I think, again, I think Gunther has to get to, like, mid-September or something to break the record for the longest reign. Pretty confident they want to do that because they probably don't love that the honky-tonk man has that record. I yeah. mean, given the given the history of that title and who's had that title, the fact that the longest reigning champ is the honky-tonk man, like, I think they probably want to break it since they're this close. But it's a believable feud of, like, okay, Drew McIntyre's a former world champ. He was our number one baby face for a period of time in, you know, 20 and 21. Like, you'll buy into that as at least a possibility he could win. Yeah. 
Well, and then, but then it's like, if it's not him, where, where do you go? Like, who is it going to be? Because, because here's the thing, when Gunther loses, which he will, because it's wrestling, he's going to move on. He's done with the Intercontinental title and he's going to be in the main event picture. Yeah. So you gotta, he's got to lose to someone legit and it's got to be compelling enough of a showing from him to have it make sense for him to then immediately be in the title picture. Right. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Right now, I don't think there's a logical person. Uh, they, you know, at some point, I think between, I mean, does it happen between SummerSlam and Royal Rumble so that maybe he can win? Maybe the he wins the Royal Rumble and he, you know, I, I don't know if Seth is still holding that title at that point, but. You know, he wins the Royal Rumble and goes after that belt, you know, or something because like that. Because he doesn't um, respect the way Reigns did the other belt. Right, right. You know, you know like, I mean, I, you know, I don't I don't know. Again, I'm not sure Seth will carry that title for that long, but maybe he loses it and gets it back or something like that. But, uh, you know, yeah, you got you got to build someone up because, yeah, I, I mean, McIntyre makes sense. I just don't think they'll do it this close to breaking that record. You could still go back to the Sheamus well sometime in the in the fall. He's been close to beating him a couple times already. Uh, he's never won that title. He, you could play that. Play well, that and you, know, you could say again. he probably had him at Mania, he but for did, Drew. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that makes sense in a way if you if you did that. You know, after he breaks the record um, at whatever I don't know, uh, you know, Survivor Series or something. You know, I guess they'll probably have that in November. Like that would that would line up. Um, and then, yeah, then Gunther turns his attention and you put him in the, in the rumble as one of the favorites and maybe he wins it. Um, I don't know, you know, like that would, that would make sense, but maybe they keep it on him for a while. Maybe, maybe he holds it for two years. I, you know, like, I don't think I expected Reigns when he won in WrestleMania, you know, 2021 to still be the champion two plus years later, but that's where they are. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. That's, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just, I love the way they booked him because it's different than what they do with most of their heel, especially heel champions, even Reigns. Like, Reigns is well-booked and this character's fantastic, but most of Reigns' title match defenses have come with the Usos helping him or Solo helping him or, you know, something like that. Like, he, you know, the ref gets knocked out and he's going to get pinned, but they miss it. And and they, they, they hit on a lot of those points in yesterday's match, but... You know, like it's it's been a lot of like, oh, if Reigns didn't have all this help, he wouldn't still have the champ. But with Gunther, it's like, nope, he just he just wins. He doesn't need his henchmen; they're with him, but they don't help him win. He usually just wins. Mm-hmm. And he gets pushed sometimes, but yeah, yeah. And they're putting him in these like that, and I, you know, we're talking about who could take it. Of course, they're the tag champs now, but I don't think they're going to have it forever. They've had him in some of these matches with Owens and Zayn. If Owens and Zayn would lose the tag belts, one of them could certainly be a viable guy to beat Gunther for the IC title. Yeah, true. Depending on how they, you know, if they break them up or they just go, you know, whatever. I don't know if they'll have one turn on the other and be, a, you know, have another feud between them or wherever it goes. But, you know, whoever the whoever the baby face out of that is, if or maybe it's both, one of them would make sense to, to take it from him. I don't know. Do you really think Sammy 
and KO would turn on each other. There's nothing in their history that suggests I mean, they've never done it before, right? Exactly. It's it's a little like Triple H and Shawn Michaels. You know, like the, it's a matter of time before one does. And the obvious guess is that Owens turns because Owens has been a heel more. But maybe they maybe they uh, they they zig when we expect them to zag. And Sami Zayn is the one who turns heel. I don't know. Right now, that seems crazy. But you know, a few months from now, maybe that's the right move. Yeah. Um, so we touched a little bit about the Dom match. Yeah. We talked about the women's tag match. I don't have a whole lot else there. No, no. Um, you know, Finn and Seth, I thought was just a very solid match. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah, it was good. And again, I think, I think we haven't seen the last of that feud. Like they, I, I also like to, I love when they acknowledge the history yeah, and and you know making a big deal of like okay Finn and especially because they were in opposite roles. Yeah, Seth was the heel, Finn was the was the face, and and so they could have just ignored that. But you know the fact that we get the promos from Finn about like you know I, I'm you know I still remember seven years ago and you came out and laughed at me at my lowest moment and like I like that uh, you know that's uh, and I I feel like we're gonna get a little more of that with the Reigns thing coming up too where they're gonna. They're going to remind us of what's happened and why we should care now. Yeah. Which leads to the Reigns match, which does not get, you know, the hype it deserves without talking about the video package beforehand, which was Oh, my gosh. So good. I'm glad you said it, man. That was fantastic. Yes. They are so good at doing those, but that was one of the best. I mean, it was it was one of those times because usually like when I have a situation like I did yesterday where I was watching it on tape delay, I usually fast forward yeah. through the video packages because I'm like, well, I know what's going on. Yeah I, yeah, I got the gist of it. I don't need to see the build up. But for that one, I, I was like, ah, let me see it. It's probably get, yeah. they probably spent a lot of time on this one. And it was compelling to say the so least. good. So good. I mean, I, I'll tell you, I watched it yesterday live. And I had seen it on SmackDown too. And then this morning I rewatched the match and I fast forwarded to the, and then, you know, they were in the middle of the video packs and like, Nope, I'm going back to watch this from the beginning. This was, this was too good to not see for a third time. Yeah. No, it was very, very good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They, they always do a good job with their, you know, montages and stuff, but yeah, that was really good. And, and, one thing they didn't even really touch on much in that, which I think we're going to get more of, that's where I was saying, is the history of Roman and Jay. They yeah. kind of, they kind of, you know, like fast forwarded through that, like Roman won and the Usos were behind him. But there was a lot of call outs to, in that match yesterday, a lot of little things that pointed back to the matches they had in the fall of 2020. Yeah. And I think, I think we're getting that as the SummerSlam title match, which I love. I think we're getting Roman and Jay. I, you know, I would have never guessed it three years ago when they first started the feud back in 2020. It was like, oh yeah, this is a nice way to kill some time in Roman and some, you know. But man, it has it has paid off more than I could have ever imagined when they, you know, first got into that in the late part of 2020. Oh, absolutely. And the one thing that they pointed out on my on Cheap Heat the which is my favorite wrestling podcast was, um, you know, WWE doesn't do things by accident. And as they were marketing this match, they said the civil war begins. And it's like, so, so, you know, this is not 
the blow. It's not like, over exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean the fact like Roman still has the belts, and that's mm-hmm. going to still matter. And you know, like he's got but, three. Uh, he might have four or five three. by SummerSlam. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Which a great little touch that they've given him the title to replace the two, but Heyman still carries the old two. That's uh-huh. a, I mean, again, just the little things about this story for the last year plus have been so good. I, I mean, I, I can't say it enough. Like it's uh, because everybody else has ditched their old titles, but no, Heyman is still coming out with the two old titles. Yeah. But no, it was a great fantastic. match yesterday. I mean, just like it was slow and getting going, but that's, I've, you know, I've watched all the Reigns matches over this run. They're almost all that way. Like mm-hmm. Reigns is not working a ring classic where it's fast paced for thirty minutes. That's not his tempo. That's not his character. Well, and it's not but the man. way they've built. Yeah, I was gonna say the character thing. That's a great point. That's not the way they yeah. built it. Like the the spot where he ducks the double super kick and he rolls out of the ring to Heyman. Yes, and they all to just talk start. To Heyman. Talk, you know. Yes, yes, and then or he gets the momentum and then he stops to like you know circle the ring and yell at the fans or like. You know, but it, but everything with this character has been, he takes his time. Like, his pro, his, his entrance is slow. His promos, like, he, he lets it he lets it rest. He doesn't rush in. He doesn't get in the ring and right away do the acknowledgement. No, let the crowd boo you. Hold your hand out for the microphone. Dramatically take it. Like, it, it I don't know that it would work for anybody else, but it works for this character. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then... You mentioned this before, and I want to talk about it because it's a good point. The number of, like, match-style callbacks and things that just happen. Like, you know, the ref gets taken out and the Usos hit the 1D. Yep. And, and there's no and there's, there's no ref. So yeah, you think, the here crowd, we go again. The crowd you know, counts the three and nothing. And you think we're getting... And then, and then the, the callback to the... I mean, which was sort of foreshadowed when Reigns tweeted the image of it. But, you know, the stacking... You know, put them put yeah. them on top of each other like he did with Edge and Daniel Bryan and pinned them both. And man, one of the reasons I went back and watched the match this morning was just to see that moment. The crowd reaction when they kicked out of that was one of the best crowd reactions in a match that I've seen in a long time. Like there's big pops for entrances and things like that. But in match, because I think, I think just about everybody in that building thought, here we go, another Reigns win, just like always. And there was legitimate shock and delight when they kicked out and that match was still going. Oh, yeah. Well, and then the pop at the end for oh my yeah, gosh. Roman actually the taking the pin. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, and another, and I didn't even realize this, the callback to the low blow kickout. That's how the first match that they had at Clash of Champions in 2020, Boot J had Roman pinned and Reigns kicked out by low blowing him. And it turned the mat like I didn't even realize that, but I've seen it today. Like the, again, man, the whoever is writing this, I don't know if it's Heyman because he's a brilliant wrestling writer, or whoever, but whoever has been in charge of this has done just a masterful job with yeah. the little things. And even, and, but give the the characters credit. Like in the middle of the match, the fans are chanting, "You know, if you hate Roman, stand up." He gets annoyed by it, and what does he do? He sits on the side of the ring. Uh-huh. Like that was that was genius, and you couldn't have known they were going to chant that. But yeah. it was just you know, it was like play along with it, man. Make it make it work. Yeah, no, it was great. It, it was, know. it really was, and such. The, I mean, the ending that like 
again, I'll say it like three years ago, if you told me that I was going to be watching a wrestling pay-per-view where the main event was Jey Uso getting the pin and I'd be like super thrilled and excited. I'd been like, what has happened here? Because yeah, Jey Uso is a nice tag team wrestler, but why is he in the main event? And why do I care that he got the pin? But I cared very much that he got that pin. Yeah. Well, and they did such a good job of setting it up, doing, you know, getting the tag, hitting the splash, like the whole thing. Yes. Yes. And it's also, again, little, I I didn't realize this. The first time Roman got pinned when he was with the shield. So the first time with WWE, the exact same spot. It was a multi-man match. It was like five on five. The Usos were on the other side and they did the exact same spot where Jimmy tagged Jay in. He did the splash over him and he pinned him. So we get, you know, 10 years later, we get that again. Like they have, they have been fantastic at hitting the, you know, the high notes of remember when this happened. Now it's relevant again. I did not even, I, that, I didn't know I that. missed that. I didn't that know that was, until last night. I saw it on Twitter. But that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so just, just such a well done. And, you know, I know the knock on having the long, no pun intended, the long reign for Roman Reigns is like, oh, you just, you know, you're burying all the, you know, you got to put somebody over. You got to put Cody over. You got to, you know. But like this storyline has elevated Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Sami Zayn, to an extent, Kevin Owens. Yeah. He was already a main eventer, kind of, but even more so. Solo, a new character. Like, so you say, you know, okay, he hasn't put people over. Well, yes, he has. Well, and that's, uh, I mean, they've you know, acknowledged like, that in the, like, people can tell us apart. You know, exactly. Jimmy and Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, so, I mean, I don't know if they planned it that way. Like, it's hard for me to believe back in September of 2020 when Jey Uso won the, you know, whatever, I think it was like a battle royal or something to be his first challenger, that they thought, you know, this is going to be storyline gold for the next three years. And by the midpoint of 2023, Jey Uso is going to feel like a huge, big deal that can be in a main event of SummerSlam fighting for the world championship. No, they probably didn't plan it that way. But man, it's it, the patience with it has been fantastic. And it's it's led to this moment where like, I don't think they'll do it, but I legitimately think they should consider having Jay beat him at SummerSlam to win the titles. I mean, I hope they do. It I would mean, be it would great. Just be, you know, like the Cody story is great. But you don't and need Cody to beat Roman. Cody just needs no, exactly. to win. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, Cody doesn't have to beat Roman to win the title. You can have Jay win these titles. Somewhere along the way, Jay loses to someone else, a big time heel. I don't know. And then. Cody wins that match at WrestleMania. Does I mean, it have to he be could, ending Reigns four year reign? No, just well, and he could drop it moment. back to him. He could drop it back to him at Rumble. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe Reigns gets it back. Yeah. Does it? Does it cheapen? I mean, I know some people will say that because people just love to complain. But would it cheapen Cody's win over Roman at WrestleMania if Roman hasn't continuously held the title until then? I don't. Think I don't so. think it would. Well, because remember, the the point when Cody said that wasn't about taking Roman's title. It was winning the title his dad never won. Right, right, and yeah. that's the title his dad never won. So doesn't you, matter if L.A. Knight's holding it or Jey Uso or yeah, Roman Reigns. Yeah, or Roman again, you know, like, yeah, have Jey win and then Roman beats him at Survivor Series. And, and you know, or the, or the very next page. I mean, you don't... Yeah. I, I don't think you want to, like, have Jay win and then he loses it, 
you know, the next week on SmackDown because then it feels like, well, what was the point? No, but you, you know, but you do it immediate. You let him have his victory lap, and then it becomes maybe a friction point between him and his brother and Jimmy. And yes. then, yes, you know, and then maybe Jimmy goes back to Team Roman. And, you could do that, yeah, yeah, you know, and you you set up a feud between them. You know, I know it, I mean, it was, I think it was an offhand comment, but they were interviewed on something, you know, said that their, you know, their dream WrestleMania match would be a singles match one-on-one. You know, so you you could get to that point where maybe without a title involved, but, you know, we have that match between them. So, but a great match, a great ending, really well executed. It just has been, man. I mean, they, they have... They have delivered, like I go through the pay-per-views this year and and the endings, which have almost always revolved around Roman Reigns. You know, the the Sammy turning on him at Royal Rumble. The, the Cody match, even though it wasn't the ending people wanted, but it was a great one at WrestleMania. The Sammy match at Elimination Chamber. Again, not the ending people wanted, but it was the ending we all knew was coming. You know, the, the Saudi show where they finally lost and Kevin Owens and Sammy got their moment of triumph over Roman. Then this one, like, I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. They are, they are the draw. Yeah. They, I mean, I, there was talk on Friday because of an offhand comment that Michael Cole made on SmackDown, which people took literally, that Cody Dom was going to be the last match, which I was like, what? Like, there's no, there's no decision on who the last match is. The last match is, is the Roman Reigns storyline right now. If he's involved, it's the last match, and it's not even something you have to think about. I thought it was a very good pay-per-view, especially for not a WrestleMania Royal Rumble Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, this little stretch they had, like, I mean, I remember after WrestleMania when they announced all these, and it's like, man, they're going to go from WrestleMania to SummerSlam without a pay-per-view within the, you know, continental United States. But they've delivered three really good shows in a row. Like, I'm not a big fan of the shows in Saudi Arabia for all the reasons that are, were prevalent when they started them several years ago. Yeah. But the fan, I mean, we talked about it after that one. Like, the crowds there have gotten better. And they, they have started putting on better shows there, too. Like, they're giving us, they're giving us actual shows rather than just, like, old-timers day at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Um, you know, we're getting relevant storylines and matches and the Puerto Rico and London crowds were fantastic, man. I mean, they, they made those now, money in the bank is usually entertaining because of the a backlash. The last few years has been a kind of a snoozer, like, eh, just kind of going through the motions. Let's put a show on four weeks after WrestleMania because we have to, that was a great crowd and it made the show fun. And this was too. And now we, now we go into SummerSlam or Summerfest, as Jeremy Piven called it years ago. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. should, should, I mean, it's already shaping up to be a pretty good card, it seems like. Yeah. Projections, uh, nothing official, but seems like. Yeah. Well, hey, look, we'll be back. We're going to talk about Major League Baseball next time. Uh, yes, yes. It'll be the All-Star break or close to it. Uh, we're going to check in and, and discuss the, the changes in baseball and what we think of them. Yeah. Until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.